Okay, I'm obsessed with Audible because it lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. And with female writers and heroines, celebrity narration, multicast productions, Audible has you covered for every type of excitement that you're looking for, including true crime and mystery. And I know all of you love that too. For example, right now, I'm listening to None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. That's audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. Welcome back to another week's episode of Reality Life with Kate Casey. I'm so excited about this week's episode. Now, note, I told you guys that Kelly Dodd from Real Housewives of Orange County was coming in this week. However, I was told that they're on lockdown for PR, so she's going to come back in two weeks after the episode airs of the reunions, and then we can really get to the bottom of things. However, don't you worry. I've got a great episode this week. First of all, I've got Doug Makuda from the band Makuda talking about Vanderpump Rules, which, believe it or not, he had never seen before, which is strange to me. Katie Dickerson, my good buddy, came in and talked with me and with Heather McDonald about the Duggars. We tracked down their wedding and baby registries, Sister Wives, and the Real Housewives of Orange County Reunion. And I also tracked down Robbie Hayes, who you probably remember was the former competitive swimmer who was a finalist on last season's The Bachelorette. So get a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or some whiskey and stay tuned. With four daughters and two on a dance team, I can tell you we go through a lot of mascara in my house. But I'm crazy about L'Oreal Paris new Panorama Mascara, which catches every lash for corner to corner for maximum volume. If you're looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank, this is yours. The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. I've been using it for about two weeks now, and I feel like my eye has completely opened up and the girls are crazy about it too. They've got a tapered brush to catch every lash, one of the best mascara wands that I've ever used. And like I said, this luxe appearance of this gold package you got to get it. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. L'Oreal Paris new Panorama Mascara. You're going to love it. Okay, we're back with my friend Katie Dickerson, who's been here before. Hi there. And Heather McDonald. So, okay. Let's get going with I your stuff I asked here. Katie to watch an episode of Sister Wives. Mm. For, the, for the first time for me, I was, a, I was a Sister Wives virgin. Oh, wow. Have you ever watched Sister Wives? Oh, yeah. So. I mean, I know what's going on behind the scenes with the wife number one. Right. Who only had one child before she couldn't have babies. Right. She finally said, I'm done. Started having an online affair with who she thought was a man. Turned out it was a lesbian catfish. Right. And that all came out in the tabloids. And is her name Mary? Yeah. But one thing that you forgot about was that there she wanted to have another baby for a moment. and For Co- a long time. And Cody said, OK, why don't you have Robin, my fourth wife, be your surrogate? And she was not all right with that. She said, no, thanks. That- but OK. 
But Mary couldn't have kids. That was the whole thing. She she couldn't have more after the first. That was sort of the reason why he started having more wives. Was she suddenly think she's going to have her second baby at 25 years Were later? Were we sure that was the reason? Or yes. I thought it was like God came to him. But his father's a polygamist. Right. But it also doesn't help when you can't have any more. Do you remember in the HBO show? Big Love. Big I was love, just going to say. The first wife, that's what happened. She had three kids and had a hysterectomy and then said, okay, I'll let you be a polygamist oh and then he got his second wife and his third so that is part of it if your uterus doesn't work the way it should then you have to be selfless and let your husband have children with other women oh my god so I always it's, a, it's, like, it's all for the kids guys. so you would have remained the first wife for a long time for a long time yeah. You're I, doing yeah, good. I'm doing great. So you're popping still them out. Doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so th- he has four wives, and the last one is the only one I think he really likes and has sex with. Oh, yeah. I would She's love to one. see him taking a new wife just for, you know, theatrical purposes. I think oh, Robin would have a nervous breakdown. Well, if he that might happened. because isn't, now you tell me you watched it, isn't Mary leaving? Aren't they getting divorced? Um, no. As of the one I just watched, with, which was season six, which I believe is last season. They did get a divorce. However. They got a divorce so he could marry so we, Robin. And adopt, adopt her, her children. Kids. But she's still hanging out. And she, oh, she's still hanging she's out. She's still one of the wives, She'll though, still, right? still hanging out in the Las Vegas she's still going. Is she still going to her one night a month Applebee date one-on-one with Cody? I don't think they do that. But she does come to Olive church Garden? every Sunday oh. to the Church of Cody. Yeah, because oh, they, they, hold, cert- they hold church in their home. They have a service in one of the homes, and he is the he leads the service. Have any of their uh, adult kids gotten married yet? One is engaged. Oh, okay. One of the daughters and uh, one of the sons looks like he might be getting close to getting engaged. Oh, I thought you were saying looks like he might be gay. Oh, wouldn't well, that be great? I'm sure. I hope that one happens. Of them. What if, is. what if two of them fell in love with each other because they're only half-siblings? <laughs> That's true. What oh, if What if one of yeah. Robin's adopted kids, it's, no sexual uh, relation, falls in love with one of the other kids? Technically, their brother and sister, they fall in love and procreate. Now, that's a spinoff I'd watch. I would watch that. Maybe that's that would what be they're going to have to have happen. <laughs> I know. Especially because if this doesn't have good ratings, like the well's going to dry up. The only other money they have is they have a trinket business on the side. Trinkets? What yeah, like, like necklaces. It's called like a, a mother's love or something. Oh, and they no. sell necklaces and bracelets with the this uh, leaf motif that is, symbolizes their family. And they sell them. That sounds terrible. Online? Online, yeah. Sounds horrifying. But they all get annoyed because all the wives are supposed to do it, but only Robin, the last wife, really is into it. Well, all the other wives have, like, real jobs, right? Isn't, like, one a nurse and one, like, works at a school? Only one has a real job. Is that Christine? No. She's a stay-at-home mom. Which Which one is is that? Which one has a Uh, job? Joe. Joe. Janelle. What number? What number? Number three. The, the one that's um, the most curvy, the, politically correct thank curvy. You. She's thank you. curvaceous. Yes. <laughs> the one, uh, let me say this, the one least interested in exercise. Okay. Yes. She is the that one who has the job. The because one, she's working. That's the, probably why. The one who mm-hmm. wants to have a closer relationship with Mary and wants to do projects with her. Does she? And Mary just bulldozes her. Well, Mary's just over it all. And Janelle just... Two of them fell in love and became late-in-life lesbians (laughs) and ran off out of the (laughs) cul-de-sac. 
the one in the one that's not as interested in exercise should have a difficult time running out of the. But what if that happened? Well, if she had a, like, maybe like a motorized cart. Like, I mean, old, I mean, very good friends now right. that have been good friends for 20 years suddenly look at each other when they're pushing, you know, 50 right. and decide let's be lesbians together. So why wouldn't wouldn't sister wives be the ultimate late in life lesbian combo? That would be great. I mean, they're basically doing that anyway. Yeah. Let's well, you know, no, not really. They never all get into bed together. Well, yeah, but it's like it's not like they're all having sex every night. I don't think they have, a, like, there's not a lot of sex going on. He looks exactly. like a caveman. Who's yeah. sleeping with him? Gross. He's gross. I think it's a lot of, like, blowjobs and stuff. Oh, you think? I think he gets serviced every night like a mas- like a rich person gets a massage. Really? Yes. Ugh. I don't. He, do you think that he touches their hot pockets? No, he can't yeah. be bothered. With yeah, that. No, he, he can't. can't be bothered. No. I really, yeah. No. It's Mm-mm. all about him. Do you think he's on the prowl for another wife? I think if God brings him one... Right. I bring somebody a twenty-two-year-old like showgirl. Like of all, like he'll have a story. Like I normally never go to the Starbucks. Right, you know, I don't right, even right. drink coffee, but I wanted to get an elixir sparkling drink, <laughs> and it's just so bizarre because somebody I was driving and God said, "Why didn't you get an elixir sparkling drink?" Right. And I walked in there. And I ordered one, and there was a connection with the barista. Right. And she's willing to give up coffee for me, become a Mormon, and I marry think, and, me. And, and, and by the God, way, I, it was something I never planned. I didn't try to go there. I think that woman is going to be from Colombia or a country that is not in the United States of America. And it's going to be, it's going to shake them to the core. Well, she's going to be really young. I think that's what's going to shake them up. Maybe. And you think she'll be Latina? It's different because they're going to go, we don't understand. You had a type, and this is just, we don't she understand. She does not have you. a type. Yes, he Just does. What white women? Unattractive white women who have horrible taste in jewelry, <laughs> and men apparently if they're with him. <laughs> oh, true. Truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mary's probably gonna be a lesbian because she was into the the woman that she was. Well, kind no, of she by. looks like no, a, was a woman. No, she she looks like a dude also. Oh, come on. No. Well, they all can be late in life lesbians because they all like got with the guy so young they didn't even know what they were into. That's true. Yeah, and they all have terrible hair. Yeah. Yeah. So they were not going to pick up another man. They don't like they have not kept themselves up. Does he still spell sell ad space for white pages? I think so. And also his name starts with a K. It bothers oh, me. Cody. See, they're, they're K-O-D-Y. Like, I mean, it's mm-hmm. so sad. They're one of those families that um, would really be financially devastated if TLC dumped them. Like oh, Honey absolutely. Boo Boo. Yeah. Right. And like, uh, well, K plus eight. Mm-hmm. Now she's back in the fold. Right. But, you know, but the Duggards, on the other hand, they're okay without the show because they were, like, financially okay the whole time. And they're cheap. So they probably have, like, a, a treasure trove of money. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay, so Katie and I looked up the Duggars wedding and baby registries. And when I say Duggars, I mean the younger children that right. have the spinoff show counting What on. Jays are they? Jill and Jessa. Great. Jill and Jessa. Because mm-hmm. one got married this weekend, but we're going back in time re- most recently to the wedding and baby registries. Just to kind of uh, compare it to normal people. Like right. what normal people get, like waffle makers and sorbet right. makers, like yes. stuff that you're never going to use. Setting for eight. Yeah. Right. Um, so we wanted to see what they had on it. And, and Katie, what are your findings? You know, in this article, um, <laughs> they were saying that, you know, Jill kept it pretty practical with, you know, dip trays. And uh, 
firearms and ammo from Walmart. Yeah. While Jessa wanted a flavor injector. Because you're going to use that a lot. Sure, what that is. And also a multicolored duct tape and even duct tape with bacon print on it. That's definitely. Did you you and Peter have that on your wedding registry? Ammo, duct tape. I mean, that is the ammo is pretty crazy. I guess they're they're the type of people that think that you know the zombies are coming and they better be prepared. Mm -hmm. And um, that is that's amazing. Oh, what'd you give them for a wedding gift? Oh, a gun and some ammunition and some bacon printed. What do you duct tape. tape? Okay, not to, or what are you going to duct tape a pig? I don't understand what what would you why would you want they're going to duct tape, tape the door printed. to their daughter's bedroom so the brother doesn't oh, get in probably. Oh, okay, snap. so hey, what's on the baby's registry? Okay, Jill's baby registry. There's an eight pack of orange Gatorade. <laughs> There's cereal, cereal, cereal. instant cereal. noodles. Like ramen noodles. Horrible health for this baby. WD forty. This, ba- this baby's WD forty. This baby's a, a, a just just moved into the dorm. What, noodles and Gatorade. Like what? As if they didn't have enough. Neon duct tape. Of course. What's with the duct tape? Guns for the baby. Yes. Oh. And guns plural. That's amazing. And then Fanta. Another Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. And then gift cards to Olive Garden and Subway. Do you know that Dr. (laughs) Pepper is the only soda that Mormons can drink? Oh, because there's no caffeine in it. Oh, I didn't know that. My friend's husband was a Mormon and he was a director and he made sure nobody in Hollywood knew that he was a Mormon because he was afraid he'd be blackballed. But he was a very good TV director. So whenever he would get stressed or want to celebrate, he cracked out that Dr. Pepper, Dr. like Pepper. it was like, uh, you know, Moe or something. Wow. Yeah. Now, it's interesting to me that they got these shitty drinks because it reminds me of like people who on the, on 60 Minutes who live in the Appalachian Mountains. Yes. Remember they had Mountain Dew mouth? Yeah. What's mouth? What does that mean? Their it's mouth? Their teeth are, are all rotting, like rotting, rotting now, now yeah. because they, all they drink is Mountain Dew. They don't drink the water. They drink Mountain Dew. Oh, God. So the Duggars are going to have and like Fanta, Mountain Dew mouth. like... What year Dude, is I it? I don't even know they sell that in America. Well, they would in Arkansas, sure. Huh. Right? They probably is that sell where they, they tab. live in Arkansas? Oh. Yeah, Tab, or, uh, Fanta, they, Beef Jerky. That's just so crazy. Like, uh, was there normal stuff, too? Like a crib and a stroller and, um, and like... I think there was, like, a changing pad on there. <laughs> you know, probably. I, I, I want to know I what they the get highlights. paid. I know. Like, I per do episode. Too. I would I love too. to like look at that contract. But don't yeah. worry, guys. Jill's got plenty of firearms. Well, I think they smarted up because the one that just got married, they I couldn't find a wedding or baby registry. Yeah, we is that the one that took Ginger. her baby and is helping to build homes in Mexico or no, something? No, this is the one, Ginger with a J, who married Jeremy Volva, Volva. Uh, who is a soccer player. So her new name is Ginger, J-I-G. He's a soccer player. Volva. He's a he was a fo- no former, of course, with all these shows. He's a former competitive soccer player, and now, now he's he, a, a, pastor a pastor in Laredo, Texas. Where is the couple that's raising their baby in a third world country and being missionaries? There, they just got home. The oh. husband now looks like Jesus. His hair's quite long. He's really skinny because he had clear braces, so I don't think he could eat a lot of food, or he has some sort of gluten issue. At first, I thought he just had like a full busted grill. 
And then she told me it was clear braces because yeah. it was kind of from afar. So oh. it's, it's strange because we don't really see clear braces anymore. No. I feel like not over No, 30. I mean like, yeah, More like I think, yeah, everyone can do it. Invisalign is actually like just as cheap as braces practically. But the, the individual clear right. braces, it reminds yeah. me of like Laura Wolfram in eighth grade when she ate a piece of cake oh, and a clear braces. You stuck in there you wanted to barf. <laughs> It was like all blue icing or Wonder Bread. People ate with like oh, I've got a barf right now thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay, interesting. Good stuff. I know everybody right now is on a health kick, and that's why I want to tell you about Roe Body Program. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. It could be you too. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to the provider on demand for any questions. And you can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. And this means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.com slash KKC. Sign up today and you're going to pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash KKC. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you about Real Housewives of Orange County reunion. Yes, let's do that. What were your thoughts? Well, um, my first thought is that I think it was a mistake that Kelly Dodd was so rude to Heather DeBro this weekend, this season, because she really needs Terry DeBro to take her boobs down fifty percent. Oh yeah, I've never seen someone more in need of a two thousand and seventeen boob reduction. Like <laughs> unbelievable. I think what happened was she got her boobs done around two thousand. When everybody was going porn star double D's. Then I think she, her weight went up and down with the baby. Maybe she breastfed. They're so big and low. She's got to get them redone. Right. So that was, and that dress was very odd. Well, that's the thing. I think that she sometimes doesn't wear most flattering for your breasts. No. And she's not heavy at all. I had boobs before kids, so I can say that with confidence. You need to know the right top for your boob size she has a great body she's like great. thin with yeah. great legs and the boobs are just too big way yeah. too big uh face looked beautiful everyone's hair and makeup looked great um i thought it was on a whole just really kind of amazing that she is so unapologetic right and then even at one point um megan goes but you you when you said um at the <laughs> 70s party i no wonder your husband had an affair you were apologizing, man. Well, not sorry now. And I was like, wow, well, then then when you are sorry, it doesn't matter because you normally don't change when you're sorry. They're sorry. Right. And you're sorry forever. So she's saying, yeah, I said I was sorry a few months ago, but now I'm not sorry. I'm glad I said it. Also, she said the very she vicious did not feel bad about anything she said, with the exception of to her husband. She was right. upset about didn't feel good about the Hitler comment. Right. But was completely cool with everything else. Yeah. Is that is that because she wants to stay married? Is she throwing in the white towel like, oh, yeah, you're, I'm sorry, I was a real asshole to you? I mean, I don't know. I think it's just probably she's gone through so much, you know, with suddenly becoming famous and all this other stuff and hearing it from all ends that maybe now she actually is sort of retreating back to her husband or when she did the reunion she oh, was. Okay. I don't know. But yeah. the fact that she's just like she just came in with like guns a blazing. 
I don't think they were prepared for that. Those yeah. girls on the other side of the couch looked surprised and uh, like they stumbled upon their words. And I just feel like I, somebody, yeah, like, like a life coach, needed to come in and slap their faces and go, "Come on, get in the game. What's going on? Yeah. Like, where are you?" Well, it was, it was, yeah. I mean, it was is it, interesting because it was like uh, when Tamara would go, "Well, that's not exactly. I don't, I don't think that's what that means." What are you an expert? No, I just said I don't think. <laughs> I said, I don't think. What do you know? I know. I don't know. I just said, I don't think. Right. Like, it was like, it was like she was in, it's like almost she makes it one of those people like where you're impo- it's impossible to have a conversation right, with. Right, where right. you're like, okay, well, I didn't forget it. You know, you're just, it's too hard to go back and forth. So I think in order for them to win this. To win it. Literally the next, the next episode, which is already taped, so they're probably screwed anyway. They have to give her a little bit of what she gives because otherwise she's going to steamroll them. Or she's going to somewhat bury herself. I don't know what the reaction is. I mean, people seem so – people have their favorites. Like, it right. literally is like a five-way election. Yeah. You know, it's like people have their – who they love, and it's hard for them to ever be swayed. And then some people do get swayed. And I, I don't know. It's very – it's it's interesting. And with all these fans, I was saying, I'm like, it's kind of like – like, there's like people that get so into it, myself being one of them. So are you. It's like this is our like Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Like for nerds. Yeah, yeah. Like we talk we're about it like we're, Yeah, like we're mm-hmm. we're in it. We're talking about it. We're debating it. Mm-hmm. We're you know. So it's a weird it's gotten strange, the entertainment aspect of it. I don't like it when a pregnant woman is involved because she's gonna cry anyway and it like kind of like takes away yeah, from but she's the not whole fighting momentum. With anyone. It's just boring. I just don't. I like. I just found her useless for the season. She's probably a lovely person, and I'm very happy she's having right. a baby. But in terms of what I'm going to watch late at night when I have a glass of wine when my kids have finally gone to yeah. bed, I don't want to have a part of that. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what she'll do. I mean, she. Her. You know. I think she is like a fun and interesting person. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of where where you wouldn't really be hanging out together. Right. So, and you're I, not going to because she lives far away. And then she, her having a new baby, she's going to be with new baby moms. Right. So it's like, what does she have to relate to? I mean, you have two grandmothers on the uh, in the cast, and she's right. got this new baby. It's like a weird. That's a weird thing. Yeah. Do you think that Vicky's going to come back next season? Yes. I know. I think she'll always she's come gonna back. She's going to want to. It's her show. Oh remember? yeah, when she was saying that. Get off my show. It's my show. I hope you enjoyed your time on here. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it was good. But then again, it kind of is because she's been there since the beginning. But everyone hates her. Do you think people would be like okay if I'd she goes? I'd be fine with it. I've had I enough. Don't know. I think they I bet you every single person comes back every She's next year. she's the 5th year senior. She's in the totally story, the, the fifth, fifth year senior, senior that, that still is of. the lead in the Rush play. Right. And you're like, you're a fifth year senior. Like, really? You yeah. can't give someone else a chance? I built this house. Right. Right. You know? And Absolutely. like, and still like super involved. And you're like, you know, Vicky's a six year senior. Does she still have to have the best room in the house? Right. Still Rush I chair. still have two classes left, you little <laughs> pledge. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. So I think that, uh, She's not going anywhere. Oh, I we'll see what so happens. Either. I think they're all going to be back next year. Yeah. Unless I'm there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Just keeping it real. 
It's keeping it real, having having me come over and do my cameo. Did anybody see my cameo in Keeping Up with the Kardashians? It's the most. No, I taped I, it, but it's the water aerobics I had episode. A fi- I actually had a five and under. I was um, lines. I had lines that were kept in the episode. Oh my god! Wow. Nice. This was what I remember when you went there. I remember the day that I you went. I didn't know when it was coming. And I was like, okay, I think I thought I it seems like every time it's a new season. So I thought the season had ended because I'd already filmed it. And I was like, yeah. oh, they just didn't use that day. Whatever. So then I'm having dinner with Chris and I go, oh, I guess my thing didn't use. She goes, you just wait and see. It's coming. Oh. And so then I start to get a couple tweets. I, I always DVR, but, but I watch it like at my leisure. I don't watch it necessarily on a Sunday. And so I start getting some tweets, and it's like, saw you doing water aerobics, and I look up the title, and it's Keeping Up with the Cougars. Oh, my God. Basically, the description was, Scott doesn't have a lot to do, so he's hanging out with Chris and her old friends. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Wow. Did you wear a... I, no, you wore a one-piece, right? I wore one piece. You couldn't see anything. We we yeah. were already in the bathing. We were in the pool. Oh, okay. And we did water aerobics with this woman. I was drinking Chardonnay. I think I had a little <laughs> line there. They did give me a name, Heather McDonald, so that was oh, good. That was good. And then we did like a painting party, and I had a funny line in that too. I said, like they were talking about they were doing all this stuff together, and I said, are you really going to build a studio, Chris, an art studio? Is that going to be your new thing? And I go, maybe, maybe you can work on um, – Sculpturing, and you and uh, Scott can do that scene from Ghost oh, where you absolutely. build a phallic <laughs> that would be so together. Sweet. That would yeah, be really appropriate. So it was fine. But uh, did you wear armbands, like sweatbands, or anything? No, in the pool. Yeah, yeah. we had yeah, like yeah. we had those water like water things. weights. We had those water things. Did you feel like you got a good workout that day? No, no not really. I need to did watch you go show. home to your own pool and do that with your kids? Like, no. hey guys, I learned this great workout at the at Chris Kardashian's house or no, Chris Jenner's never. house. No, never. No, isn't that weird? I said Chris Kardashian. So, well, that is her name still. I know. Is she going to go back to that? No. I feel like she should, and I say that I because I'm Kate so. Casey. People remember you. It's just easier when you have alliteration in your name. It really is. Yeah, she should um, go back to that. I think it would be weird if you went back. I think you got to keep your name. It's like Tina Turner. Yeah, but her kids are grown. I mean, Tina Turner's husband beat the shit out of her, and she kept her name. Well, she said, that's all I want is my name. Yeah. And so the fact that I think it would be more rude that if she got rid of Jenner, I think she would get more slack if she got rid of Jenner, because people would assume that it's like anti-trans, that she's like, oh, I now see, yeah. I don't want to, because right. she didn't get rid of it when they got divorced. She kept it. Right. So if she was to do it now... It's a shame. It's a good I think name. she's she, to me. She's just known as Chris Jenner. I wouldn't change it. I mean, she's been Chris Jenner for like twenty five years. Yeah, not two. Right. So, well, I'm glad you got to. I got w- to keep Heather McDonald. So, but then everything else, your married name, right? No, just on my ID and like a card or two. Yeah, a card or two. I kept my maiden name. I didn't change it. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. Whoops. What is your married name? Exactly. You don't even know it because I never. T- um, it's Rodrigues. What are the? Kids? I didn't change it. What legally. are the kids? Rodrigues. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. No. Nope. Never. Do you don't even it have legally. it on your ID. See, Nothing. I put it uh-uh. on my ID because I, when I was pregnant with my son, I just had this weird feeling like, what if something happened and I don't have his name somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's all. I just thought I'd have it. I have found that no one really gives a shit about the mom's last name. Mm. Not really. I don't okay. Care. Well, they're like, hey, Jack's mom. What's up? Well, I went to, when I went to the Social Security office to change it, it became Heather McDonald Tobias, and somehow they didn't do this, the space between McDonald Tobias, 
Oh, so, I did notice that about you. So it yeah. looks like um, I'm from some weird fucking country. Well, did you have like a Heather Dubrow name changing party where you had a cake? Remember she did that? Oh yeah, I did a whole thing. I had a um, had it at the Four Seasons, <laughs> yeah. and I said, "You guys, I am now Heather Tobias." Good thing I'm not Heather Tobias because Heather Dubrow is so close to Heather Tobias. I know. So you no, I'm gonna stay. I can stay Heather McDonald forever. Yeah, maybe Tara. That would be kind of Tara funny though if I just did that just because I needed, just because I wanted a free Hanson's cake. Maybe and I should. went to Hanson's and I was like, "Hey, I'm doing a name party. Would, would you like to sponsor the cake?" Um, I think you should still they do this. <laughs> Would you like to come? Yes. I think you should still do this. This is so funny. And then Peter's in the background like, meh, meh. <laughs> oh, can I tell you how annoying Peter is? Okay. So, um, he, you know, he's a big guy. All right. And so he went mountain bike riding with my 14 year old. My son said that he is slowing down a lot. And so oh, I no. said, well, don't worry, because Eddie, Tamara's husband on the OC, said he would take him bike riding. Oh, was that the picture that I saw? Oh, we weren't bike riding. We were at SC, but oh. uh, at the game. But he, I said, when we go to OC. We were just in when, my bedroom. When we go to, yeah, when we go to OC, <laughs> when we go to OC we'll, we'll uh, go bike riding on some trail. I said, we'll have Drake bring his ride. I think that inspired him. That, like, maybe, like, you know, he doesn't want to be, like, the old man that can't keep old up. Old Man River. So we went on a diet. Yesterday, and I already lost five pounds. Six and a half. Oh I know. I know. Why is it so easy Six and a half. Them. Do you know it's so what he gave up? Um, chips, alcohol, and dessert. I hate everyone. That's it. Yeah. I hate everyone. Okay, so I said I. So he's like, I go. Let's just see what you weigh. I didn't know the diet had already started the day before. I didn't. I didn't pick up the fact that he wasn't drinking last night. Gets on the scale, and I go, well, that's not that bad. He goes, yeah, well, it was six and a half pounds heavier yesterday. I just hate everyone. It's so unfair. How did they do So it? then I text Tamara, and she goes, is he having an affair? And I'm like, no, I think he's jealous that, like, Eddie's going to take his son bike riding, and he'll be too... We'll see how long it lasts. If he, but if let's say he uh, joins, like, he can he lose, signs like, 15 up for, like, pounds in a, a triathlon, you it's should so yeah. be worried. But this right. is okay. Yeah. Right. No. Just yeah. Just uh, let's but see. I met a guy and he was telling me that when he turned forty, he went got really into uh, CrossFit. Like he was having yeah. a crisis. He was having like a midlife crisis. I do think in your forties, men are like, oh shit, and then they get like yeah, super ripped. They're like, oh, maybe I'll meet a younger girl. I'm just like, if you just don't have two desserts and a bowl of cereal, a bottle of wine, and then a whiskey <laughs> <Yeah>. snifter. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's not like I'm like, don't have bread and never have a sandwich again. Yeah. Like, it's life is so easy. So easy. And people, so unfair. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Annoying. But, um, what else are we talking about? Well, that's it. Well, that's it with the yeah. housewives? Well, what did you think of it? What do you I thought Ke- I thought Kelly won. She just came guns a blazing. They couldn't. They weren't prepared for it. And even though they were low, it, big, they just looked like huge guns. They were staring at her like, huh? I thought there was a good line about, oh, do you have a degree in psychology? I mean, that was pretty good. I think she just came a little bit more mentally prepared. They were not. prepared What about for when they got to get back in the game? They got to get back in the game. Well, the game's already been shot know, two true. weeks ago. So Listen. they lost. Listen. What about when Vicky? When she goes? When Tara goes to Vicky? Well, would you say, uh, sh- shut up, you dumb fuck, or whatever Yeah, it was. oh, right. And she goes, well, I 
it's not something I would say, but I'm. But that's just not. That's just me. That's just me. Like that's, that's just, just me. me. Like I don't like tea with sugar, but that's just me. If you want to have a tea with sugar, like I just. That's just. I just don't say shut up, you dumb fuck over sushi. But that's just me. Right. Doesn't mean I don't love Kelly to death. Right. I thought that was kind of weird. Like, I mean, I may be able to take a stance and go, yeah. I may have cheated totally on my not. husband and lied about cancer, but, you know, that's just me, too. Here's the thing which I would think. Now, if Kelly would have come to me before the uh, reunion, which I did see her before the reunion, but we just talked about dresses and stuff. Um, I would have said, this is what you need to say, Kelly. Look, I say mean things. Right. I can't control my mouth. I'm mm-hmm. working on it. But I didn't do anything mean to you guys this year. That's because she really didn't. Mm -hmm. Yes, she said, no wonder your husband didn't cheat on you. Yes, she said, no wonder Mm -hmm. her daughter didn't speak to her. She did low blows. She did super hurtful things. But she didn't like, you know. But as a former crisis PR person, in order to get the audience to get you, what you should have said, go on and said, I'm sure all of you can imagine what this experience has been like. It's like a pressure cooker. And sometimes when you're pushed and pushed, you say things that you end up feeling some regret about. And I do feel bad about that. But I also don't feel like I've done anything to you, which didn't warrant your reactions. So I ask you to just think about how it must have felt for me being on my first season and ask that we just move forward. Everybody would have been like, she's a great gal. Right. But, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have said that. Yeah. I would have said, I think she went to Kate Casey's crisis management. I know, I know, like, I know. Kate I know. Casey's behind this And then I would I have been like, I thought she was Heather McDonald's client. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. Who is she? I know. I feel who, like who, you're who, a, Whose client is you she? You are a great housewife <laughs> whisperer for storylines, but I think I'm really helpful on crafting apologies in a crisis PR sense. So together we could make a team. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on, girl. Thank you. With DoorDash, there's something for everyone. You need a birthday gift? Check. Need to stock up on meals, sides, and drinks that your family loves? Also check. Pet ran out of food again? They've got it. Wellness essentials need a restock? It's a good thing they've got those too. The DoorDash app allows you to customize, substitute, schedule, and track your orders, as well as communicate with your shopper while receiving real-time updates. This has been a huge game changer for myself and for our family. Millions of people trust DoorDash for groceries, pet supplies, gifts, well-being, and more, and you should too. Shop with DoorDash and enjoy big savings. Use code KATECASEY to get 50% off, up to $10 value on $15 minimum subtotal on your next convenience, grocery or retail order. For eligible users only, terms apply. Doug Makuda from the band Makuda. Original name, right? Original name. Makuda is Doug's band with his sisters. Yep. Doug sent me an email and said he was listening to the podcast. And of course I said, I love you. <laughs> that was right. And I invited him to come on the show. Yeah. He is basically going to be a big deal. So <laughs> lose your minds now because <laughs> you were privy to this before it became... Even bigger than he already is. Revolution. I was really surprised to hear that you had never seen Vanderpump Rules before. My eyes were blind. I I was living a lie. I I don't know how that was possible. Uh, Did your sisters watch it? I think they've seen a couple episodes, yeah. Okay, so you're visiting LA right now. You were in a hotel room. Yeah. Give me the give me the 
the layout. So you're sitting there. Do you have a drink with you or you're just like no. kicking back? With I, I said, I said, I have to go into this completely. Complete soaps. Yeah. Just completely unfiltered. Just let, let me see it. And here's the irony. I, I went the extra length to watch this okay. because I'm, we're staying in an Airbnb and the Airbnb oh my God. only has Netflix. So here's what I did. I said, you know what? I'm not missing this. No, I. Mm. I'm going on iTunes. I'm going to buy season five pass. Shut up. I know. Because you can't commit just to one. You have to no, do the whole. No, you can't. No. Once so, you start watching it, you're done. And I said, I have to I have to come on. So I have to do this right. So I got the season pass on iTunes. I downloaded the first episode. And then it was just. Glorious. I saw color. I was living in black and white. I, I think you were. All right. So let's just start from the top. Um, now, you know that these people have all met because they worked at this restaurant. Sir. Do you feel that they look age appropriate to be working at this establishment? See, all right. So I, I came in having no basis. So right. I was like, you know, they looked a little older. And I was like, look, it's fine. They're still trying to figure life out. <laughs> you know, you get those <laughs> transitionary periods. And you're like, right. all right, you know, this is a stepping stone to what I'm ultimately going to do. All right. Because right. then I saw like one of the girls got a bit part in an Adrian Grenier film. As she explained. Yeah, now, John Cusack, too. We're not sure what that role was. No. But there there, there might be an appearance. Now, meanwhile, Maybe. She probably Has it been fi- cut, though? We don't she, know. Yeah, she might have filmed that two weeks ago, and it's probably on the cutting floor. They're like, who's this hooker? Let's not put her in the movie. Yeah. 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 So I saw, I saw, that was like kind of tipped me off. I'm like, okay, this is a transitionary sort of thing. Right. The further I got into it. I realize this is not transitionary. No. This is a permanent thing. This is a permanent. <laughs> and they're loving it, kind of. Loving it. Yeah. Yeah, because now people come to the restaurant <laughs> specifically to see them yeah. on the couple nights that they have to still yeah. work shifts. Yep. Because I think their contract requires them to work at the restaurant still. We call those taping nights. There you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, people come to see Jax and his yes. girlfriend. Okay, this is what you didn't know about. All right, so Jax has this girlfriend. Jax is... A womanizer. Okay. He has slept with every woman in America. Okay. This girl he met in Las Vegas, and she claims that she had never seen the show before. Mm. Yeah, doubtful. So yeah. she moved to from Kentucky to oh, okay. L.A. Okay. She worked as a manager at Hooters and worked at the Hooters in L.A., got a job at the restaurant, sir. Downgrade or upgrade? Um, in your opinion, I don't. It's pretty lateral. Okay, I feel like that's a lateral <laughs> movement. Okay. Now she did not have any boobs, so mm. he gifted her, as one would do, with a set of jugs. She wow. went a little bit overboard. He assisted her in the meeting with the same plastic surgeon that had done his own nose three times—not one, oh, not two, but three. three. Meanwhile, he ended up with the same nose. It looks wow. exactly the same. <laughs> that's so sad. So the plastic surgeon <laughs> consulted with Jax and his girlfriend on what size she should get. Okay. They brought in a photo of their friend Peter, who's the manager's right. girlfriend's boobs, as mm. one would do. Right. Yeah, because we what, respect boundaries. Yeah. So she got jug enhancements. Mm-hmm. She went a little too big, mm. in my opinion. So she looks drastically different. Yeah. She's got a lot of weight going on now okay. because she's got to carry them around. That's tough. She got a job at Sir Waiting Tables. As you saw last night, it's been a little bit of an adjustment for her because she's not familiar with wine. Yeah. Uh, anything outside of Hooters, which is like whiskey, Goldschlager, and right, beer. Right, right. Top shelf stuff. Also, I think she might have four brain cells. Oh, So no. that would make it difficult in the adjustment. Yeah. Also, she now has to wear something that covers her vagina, which she wasn't used to. Gotcha. You know, having worked at 
Hooters. Yeah. So there's Jax. Um, Stasi is the blonde with the red dress. Right. They <sighs> used to live together. Oh. They had a falling out because he slept with other women. Okay. So it's surprising they speak to one another. Katie is the one who's getting married. Okay. She's, she's now Lisa Vanderpump's assistant. Oh, she's moving up. The guy that she's engaged to, Tom. That's a guy with like the messy hair. He's very short. sweet, but <clears throat> he talks a lot about how they don't have any sex. Okay. What he doesn't understand is once you get married, that doesn't happen a lot either. <laughs> so if you don't have sex now, shit's bad. Right. So it's diminished. Yeah. Okay. It's, this is not looking good for him. Okay. However, I kind of get the, sex, uh, the sense that he could be maybe may asexual. Okay. Otherwise, how would one man be okay with that? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe mm. I'm wrong. I don't know. He seems very frustrated. But he seems so sweet. Mm. Really, really nice guy. Seemed like the most sane. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Then we have Kristen. <sighs> Kristen okay. was the one who has a boyfriend, Carter. Okay. Okay. They're a new couple. Kristen used to sleep with the guy who's the DJ at the restaurant. James. Because apparently in Los Angeles, you need a DJ while you're eating. You want to listen to house music when you're well, chewing I, on goat cheese balls and chicken skewers. How else can you not? Yes. He believes he's on <laughs> the verge of a big music career. Okay. Which I would assume you would find amusing considering like you're legitimate and this guy basically <laughs> has iTunes uh, selections. Yeah, he's a playlist up. And puts the big earphones on and yeah. has some sort of like record scratching system going on. Actually, I was hoping to use this platform to reach out to James and see if we could you know what? get a collaboration I think, going. I think he would be open to it. You think he's busy? I think that not only is he not busy, I also believe he has the body of a four-year-old toddler. I believe he sits in booster chairs. I believe he eats baby food. I don't think he knows how to eat chew on meat. Yeah. Apparently, though, he has a lot of sex with women, which surprises me because Aren't I think— Aren't those huge turn-ons for women, though? Or no? Not really. Uh, maybe, I'm like, maybe I'm well, doing in something L- wrong. LA, most of the women are about 85 pounds. So that's a right. lateral move, too. It is. I'm 85 pounds. You're 85 pounds. Yeah. We have something in common. Yeah. Maybe we should sleep together. Yeah. However, in the real world, as you know, because mm-hmm. you travel, mm-hmm. women aren't attracted to men who weigh way less than them. Yeah, it's not a, a good feeling to be have someone on top of you that <laughs> might look like they are, you know, someone who attends a an elementary school. Right. It's just not. <laughs> That's a little bit of a red really flag like zone right there. Get you going. Yeah. I don't know. Kills the mood a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit of yeah. a buzzkill. So they had a bad falling out. And okay. he doesn't really care because he's got the DJ business. Yeah. The host, Lala, the one who was yes. the actress. Okay. They, um, They're friends, right? James they and Lala, did, yeah. Kinda? Apparently they had sex. She finally yes. let him poker. Yeah. But she um, <laughs> isn't really into him anymore. Right. Apparently she <laughs> had a lot of boyfriends that were like thugs. Yeah. So that's kind of more her style. That was a real turn of events because yeah. I don't understand how you could go from like a thug to like a guy that like was plays he like really, music in a corner of a restaurant. Yeah, like it's was he really weird. aggressive like in like pursuing her like and yes, just wore her it, down basically? Aggressive been <laughs> in, in like a we might need to get a restraining order sort of a okay. way. Okay. Um not because you're like I'm afraid of you but um like I just want to punch you kind of way yeah. like you're annoying me. Yeah, he's he is annoying. He's gross. So they are now <sighs> friends and they've had sex but they're they're good buddies. Okay. And she's the one who went over and fat shamed the other girl. Yeah. And said you guys are all fat. Now, which is funny because those girls are in their mid 30s. 
Okay. Wow. Mother Nature after 30 does this thing where it, it goes, <clears throat> remember how you used to be able to eat everything and mm-hmm. you could drink it, whatever you want? Okay. Times have changed, yeah. sister. So <laughs> dial it back a little bit on the alcohol. There, right. they, maybe some of them haven't really realized this yet. Lala is under 30. And she's always been what what some of us women would call crack skinny. That's when you have the body of someone who looks like they are on hard drugs. Right. But you may or may not have been born that way. But, you know, once you turn 30, it doesn't work out for you because then you start to gain weight because of hormonal imbalances. But you still have like you don't have any muscles. So it sort of looks Mm -hmm. like you have a transformer body more than meets the eye. Which is awesome. Transformers are awesome. Yeah, but without the the power behind it. Okay. Well. Yeah. So like you can't actually walk upstairs, like that oh, kind of that's, situation. That's tough. So she was fat shaming her, which oh man was annoying. But it's like that girl has the makeup on of somebody who works the streets, so yeah. you can't really take that too personally. Yeah. So that's what you saw last night. Yes. So I just wanted to give you kind of like a yeah. So you kind of understand a little bit more. So based on that, do you think that Jackson's girlfriend, who just got a new apartment, do you think that they will last, given what I've just told you i mean it, it seems like it's fl- like relationships in this realm fluctuate so much so yes permanence is kind of questionable on all fronts and he does not like to spend any time with her no he got her a job but he still is annoyed that she's there all the time yeah. do you think that if a guy doesn't want to be around a girl that might that might not work out is he all right so he i remember like towards the beginning of the episode he was like saying like we're working together. We're they're living together, right? They live together. Okay, or work live together. together, work together. And he's like, I have no escape. And I was like, Well, that's life. I mean, you know, that's life, my friend. So I think that if you're having problems already, like, they, how long have they been dating? A year. That's not very long. No. So I mean, if you're mm-hmm. already complaining about that, like, you're not going to be married. Like, what about the fact that he made up a lie about walking in on his girlfriend? Yeah. What was that about? Having his ex girlfriend go down on her. What was that about? Was that? Do you think he that's true? Or, oh, no, he completely I think he made, made it, up. it up because he likes to be the center of attention. And, that was, and the girlfriend kept saying, yeah. "I really enjoy you. I'm happy that we're in a relationship, but going forward, it would not be in my best interest to have people think that I am a lesbian." Yeah. When in fact, I have never experienced a, a situation of that sort. Right. And um, also, this is my place of business now. I mean, I know I worked at Hooters, but this is like yeah, my but this job. Yeah, the thing now. But it would be really nice if you didn't spread rumors about me. Yeah. And he didn't seem to care. No, I don't think yeah. it's going to last. Because why would you spread a rumor like that, number one? Yeah, it was, like, it was, it was, it was a little weird. weird. It was yeah. a weird one, too. But I also felt like no one really cared. Like, no. he wasn't getting what he wanted. He was like, no, you guys, you don't understand. I walked in on them, and they're yeah. like, yeah, we know, we heard. Yeah. It, it, that was it was just That was confusing to me, because I was like, he he was telling everybody this. It was kind of reminding me like, of when I was a kid and my step parent or stepdad and my mom would always tell me they were getting a divorce oh man. and we would never react. So it was kind of like, no, did I tell you? We told you we're going to get a divorce. And we go, yeah, we know we heard that. I mean, at some point. It was like that. Yeah. It burns out. Yeah. And no one really cares. And yeah. I think that's the situation he feels. Yeah. You know? Well, they, they kind of like everybody told like act like it was like common practice for that sort of stuff to happen yeah, anyway. They're, they're like, it's like, LA, baby. It's, yeah. That's just what they it. do. It's like a handshake. Now the guy, That's what one of them said. The manager. <laughs> quote, unquote. W- th- I mean, the quotes are great. Yeah. There's sound bites for so, endless. Perfect. So maybe you should play that during your shows or just put them on the screen behind. Do you think we get clearance for that, though? I don't think so. Okay, then. Yeah, I think this is good. Why would you give me a great idea that I can't I execute? I know, I know. Uh, maybe uh, we can weave it into a song. 
Maybe. Can you write a song about Vanderpump Rules? I could probably do that. I think you should think about that. Uh, let's do it. Can I make a suggestion for Absolutely. the person? I think you should write the song about the manager, Peter. Mm. Peter used to have long hair that he would pull back into a ponytail. Is Peter the guy who is like the shaved on the side and like the thing yes. on top? Like it's like, was it pink tipped or was it like blonde? I was confused. Oh, no, no, no. That's, no, that's Tom. A different, oh, that's Tom. All right, yes, mind. Tom has worked there since 1945. Mm. His <laughs> hair is ombre and he wears brocade coats. That's right. Yes, I'm not sure um, if he's a man or a woman. It like confuses me, <laughs> but he's uh, super waxy faced, so it is confusing. Yes, but the manager, his name's Peter. Okay. he's the one who had the girlfriend who uh, the couple brought in the photo of the girlfriend's boobs. Oh yeah, just yeah, for yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> he manages the restaurant. Apparently, oh. I've been told of all the people on the show, the only person who has a really big ego is the manager, which is really interesting. Because he's not attractive. Mm. He's also maybe 65 years old now, <laughs> assess, assessing his new haircut. Right. Which is like, sort of like, I work in an insurance office, but I also like to pr- um, like be a predator at restaurants at night. Like, yeah. that's the kind of look I think he he's going for. like that. Yeah. So, if you could write a song about him. There's a lot of material to go off of on that. So, so much material. You said song or songs? Because this guy could have like a, that's true. a concept album. You know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> There's a lot of material to pull from. I I wonder if he'll find love. I don't know. I think he'll find love at a, like at at a senior center. Do you think he deserves to find love? No, not yeah. at all. But yeah. I think it'll find him. Oh boy. Because you think of gross people, they always find love, don't they? They attract each other at yeah. some level. Yeah. So what? Who is your favorite uh, cast member on the show? Mm, favorite cast member. All right. I I, I think it was was. It, what, is Tom the most sane guy? Wait, no. what, which, oh, what, Tom Schwartz, yes. Yeah, there are I, two Toms. Okay. One with ombre hair and Not the other that one that's attractive. He's very sweet, Tom. He's the I, one I liked married. him. I did too. Um, like on the other end of the spectrum, like the guy I just was most entertained by was James. That guy's out of his mind. He's out of his mind. Yeah, I agree with you. Out of his mind. Like Yeah. I don't like anything about him. What do you think about the fact that he's probably in his early 20s and he was sobbing that his father left his mother? No, wait. He's in his early 20s? I'm going to say so. Maybe mid? Yeah, like, but I think like, he, he's younger, but he looks older. And then like he's like crying. He was like we, he was actually weeping. Weeping. It was weeping. like... I mean, and, that's and he's like British, a, so it was like, yo, bro, uh, sorry, man. I'm just like real struggling now. I know. Like, my mom, my <laughs> it was dad, like My dad left my mom. <laughs> It so, was, yo, bro, like, I'm just dying here. And he left yesterday to go back to London. Yesterday. Oh, I, did I fresh. tell you? His father was George Michael's manager. No way. From Wham? Yes. Dang. Keep me up before you go-go. Yep. Wow. Fun fact. Yep. So, I noticed though he was having, like, a dinner with his mom, and his mom's not British. She, no, uh, Jacqueline was Jacqueline. her name. Yeah. Uh, she's an Mama American, Jay. former model. Okay. Apparently, Kristen, his ex-girlfriend claims that she stole his, the mom stole her credit cards and made uh, a b- b- Botox appointments. Whoa. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's true, but it sounds it looks maybe like on it's the mark. True. Right. <laughs> right. The proof is in the pudding. Right. I don't know. It's hard to effective say. Effective or not effective. So yeah, the, those two, those two lovers, Jacqueline and the Wham manager, they're, they wow. have the skids. Wow. So James's whole family's kind of involved as well. It's not just yes. him. Mm. But yeah, you know, he's just trying to make it happen now yeah. that his parents got divorced, even though he's 
But maybe you can channel 27 that. Twenty-seven years old or whatever he is. <laughs> maybe you can channel that into his music. I would think like so. that heartache. But I think that you did see that in the the, the thrusting of the arms and the elbows <laughs> in the DJing. He was really letting it go that way. It was yeah. That, I was wondering if yeah. you have to stretch before that kind of oh, maneuvering. Oh, absolutely. One, you hurt one would think. Yeah. But I don't feel like he does adequate stretching because there's no muscle tone to his arms. <laughs> So Yeah, why would you wear a sleeveless shirt? It's a good question. Yeah. But I feel like those that wear tank tops are either very heavy or mm. very skinny. <laughs> it's never someone in the middle. Yeah, it's never for the intended audience of the never. tank top. No. Isn't that funny? And also, it's not just a tank top. It's like someone from a home economics class yeah. cut the arms out so one could swim their way through it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could yeah. just throw like a ball through it. Yeah, it's kind of low. Quite low. Yeah, yeah. it was, I, it was I, an I interesting choice. I would be surprised choice. if he wore like lots of necklaces. He probably yeah. has like an ankle bracelet. Probably, maybe a toe ring. Ugh. See, that's the thing. When you start the toe ring thing on men, I know you just got to check out. I feel like he wears man jewelry. I think you're probably right. I feel like he wears mascara. Yeah. Oh, Tom with the ombre hair. Yes. he wears mascara. No, and eyeliner. Why? He says it just makes his eyes look bright. And you know what? He's probably right. That's true for me. If yeah, I don't but... wear makeup, I look Amish. <laughs> it's true. Well, for all our Amish listeners out there right. listening right now. I, I say hi thing. to my people. I yeah. used to live in Pennsylvania. We used to get oh, shoe yeah. fly pie. They're my people. Mm, that's it. I don't have webbed feet. Oh. They all have webbed feet. Do they? Is that scientifically it's, that's like true. Proven? Yeah. For swimming? Yeah. I think just the inbreeding causes it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, that's what happens. You know, the royal family and Amish people, wet feet. No, there you go. Don't sleep. That's a cool thing, That's what you should know. Never sleep with your sisters in the band. You guys, your kids will have webbed feet. See, that's the thing. Like, I was, I was like thinking, like, yeah, it, it never crossed my mind to even go that way. But if it should it ever cross my mind, I'll remember that piece of advice and be like, Are nah. your sisters married? No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys just are having a good time on the road. Oh gosh, I don't. Can I, I, hey, can I come on the road with you? Just absolutely. One show? Well, I think that was kind of the agreement. Like when we kind of set up, we were oh, like, we're gonna okay. do some joint touring together. Yeah. I would be in for that. Would you? Can I sing "It's Rainy Men"? Absolutely. That's that's what we that's our encore song all the time. Okay. I usually sing lead on it, but I'll let you. All right. Because I like to keep people guessing. Yes. You know what Just I mean? Just keep them in the dark. Yeah. yeah. But I think that what could really pull this show, show together is if we get James to DJ. Oh man, could you imagine that? I know. Like, all right, we're like three songs into the set. Yeah. Everyone's like, we've seen this before. We know what the Makuta show is like. Right. All right. But then all of a sudden, you roll out a DJ booth. Yes. He's on it. Yep. Then you come out. But I'm pushing it because oh, you're pushing he it. can't push it because he has <laughs> no. no muscle tone. No. So he's either someone right. pushing it or it's motorized. Yes. <laughs> or I, sure. I could carry him in a baby Bjorn. That'd be adorable. Yes. Oh, and he can have like a little headset on? Just like a mini one. Yeah. <laughs> like just a <laughs> mini headset. You have to keep adjusting it because yes. the battery goes ee. <laughs> or I wear one, he wears one in the baby Bjorn. That'd be adorable. And he's DJing while in the baby Bjorn. That would be Instagram worthy. Listen. We've made it happen today. I think well, it's great. I just want to say thank you to com- for coming. Of course. Now, it was a blast. tell everybody where to find you. All right. You can find us um, usually peering at you through an open window while you sleep. No, I'm just yes. kidding. Um, you can find us online. It's our band's Makuta. It's M-A-K-U-T-A. And uh, we're on Facebook at Official Makuta because there was someone else called Makuta. God help. <sighs> they made their rotten hell. 
the voodoo dolls we have of this other Makuda. No, I'm just kidding. And uh, Instagram, it's Makuda Music. Okay. And Twitter, it's official Makuda. And um, yeah, we just put out a new single called Straight Out of Love uh, a couple weeks ago. And you can go find that. And all the stuff is on iTunes, Amazon, oh, Spotify. Did you say Snapchat? Oh, Snapchat, official yeah. Makuda, yeah. which we did, we did a Snapchat today. I know. I was thrown. I, I, I'm, we're going to do another one. We're going to do another. We're yeah. going to do two more. Okay. Because awesome. why not? Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Kate. It was right. a blast. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time for you to get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's gas, groceries, or dinner with friends, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member FDIC. Okay, I'm really excited to have Robbie Hayes on because I watch every single episode of The Bachelorette. There were two reasons that I enjoyed you. Number one, I have a daughter with the name Hayes. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So you were obviously a favorite for that reason. Also, I think that you're very attractive. I understand that you have a background in modeling. And I wanted you to explain a little bit more about your background because on the show, it just said that you're a former competitive swimmer, which Mm -hmm. made you look like you were nuts. So give us a little bit more background. A lot of flack for that. (laughs) But uh, my background is I was a swimmer. However, um, my last race was in 2012 at the Olympic trials. Wow. Uh, so it was four years before the show, and they just continued to go with that. But, um, you know, I graduated from Florida State with uh, two, two majors, a finance degree and a, um, and a real estate degree. And I also had a minor in Spanish. And so after I finished – uh, school. I graduated in 2011. You know, I kind of had to decide. I'd already qualified for the Olympic trials in five events, so I want to keep training for a year till 2012 and do that, or do I want to start my career? And sure enough, I kept training because I wanted to be able to experience that and look back on it and didn't want to make any regrets. So, um, anyways, at the Olympic trials, I had an interview with the company who built the pools. Um, it's a giant pool builder out of Italy. Um, you know, they built all nine pools for the Olympics in London and all nine pools for the Olympics in Brazil this past summer. So uh, I became the uh, East Coast sales manager for that entire company. Um, so I was up and down the coast traveling at least three times, three times a week. Um, and a lot of it was, you know, um, meeting with architects, meeting with designers and trying to get my pool type spec for new buildings such as YMCA's. Um, universities, big water parks, hotels, condos, all sorts of the big stuff. We didn't really do any residential because the pools were massive. So um, that's kind of where I was. Um, Before the show, I actually quit my job because I had just got my master's uh, in finance from the University of Miami and said, well, if I just spent all this money on a master's degree, I might as well use it, right? right? So I had a couple job offers, one in LA, one in Atlanta, and one in Chicago, that um, I had quit my job at the pool company and had just moved home to sit down and discuss with my parents which one would be best for me moving forward. And then the show came calling. And so we kind of said, you know what, it's in a perfect transition. Well, when you say that, the show came calling, what does that mean? Somebody found you? How does that work? 
Uh, no, I had already been in the uh, application process, but it had been about a month since I had heard from them. And okay. then I got the call saying, hey, you're casted. Will you do this? Okay. And so I had to sit down with my parents and we said, well, we're in a transition period. I mean, if there's any time that's good to do it, it's right now. And uh, why rule out any avenue to find love? And now I'm here. Which is interesting because I feel like a lot of the contestants and I completely get it. They would join the show because it's great exposure if you want to pursue a career maybe on television. But it sounds like for you, you were studying finance and really were seeking a job in corporate America. So yeah, the, the how modeling did you get stuff. to come to this decision? To actually go on the show? Yeah. Uh, well, I had just gotten out of a relationship uh, over New Year's that was a long relationship where I had – I don't want to say wasted a lot of time, but um, waiting on changes to be made that weren't going to make. And I realized that, and um, that was part of my whole transition. You know, I was going to get out of the relationship that I didn't want to be in. I was going to get out of the city that I no longer wanted to be in at the job I no longer wanted to be in. So it was a real, like, Robbie changing his life type situation that was going on. And then the show came, and just like I said, I, why rule out any avenue to find love? It's, it's worked before. It could work again. Um, let's not miss out on a great opportunity. And that's what happened. Were your friends at home? Like, what are you thinking? Or were they supportive? I didn't tell anybody. You're not allowed to, you're under strict confidentiality agreements and NDAs. So I told most of my friends that since I had quit my job and I was, uh, kind of looking, uh, at the other options I had that since I had this in between time, I was going to travel a little bit. And my college roommate actually lives in New Zealand. And so I told a bunch of people that I was going out there and I was going to fall off the grid for a little bit. That was my excuse. And then when you're on the show, you can't access any of that stuff. So was that strange to, you know, just feel like you're off the grid? It was very weird. Uh, you know, the first two weeks, I'm like, what do I do with my hands? But then like when you look back on it, you're like, you know, I learned so much about myself because of that. Yeah. Um, and I also like I didn't hear the word Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton for three months. Like right. you can't really complain about that. Right. So. Um, it was weird at first, um, similar to, you know, watching myself on the season premiere. You look at yourself on TV, you're like, do I really walk like that? Do I sound like that? What the hell? Yeah. And so, you, but after a couple of weeks, you get used to it. You're like, all right, well, this is, this is normal now. And then of the, all of the people that were in the show, what were the percentage of people that you would become friends with outside of the show? All of them except for one. Wow. And do you think that's because they choose people that are have a similar sense of humor, sense sense like personality? No, I, I think a lot of it they, that could be it. I think a lot of it is just what we said. We're disconnected from the world, so we're forced to interact with each other. We're not direct distracted by our phones, by our social media, by our Facebook, by TVs, by books. You can't even bring books. Like it's you're forced to interact. So the first couple of weeks are like it's like a summer camp kind of. Like you're there and you're you're, you're bonding. You're grilling out. You're making makeshift workouts together, laying by the pool, um, you know, just sharing what your life story is because there's nothing really else to talk about. Uh, at any point, did you think I need to get out of here? I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, not really. Uh, I, I always felt comfortable. I've got a good head on my shoulders and I've been able to manage, um, you know, different tasks at different times. So I, I felt comfortable pretty much the entire time. Okay. So then you get to the end of the show, you're on for quite some time your family and friends already expect that you're going to be off the grid. So you're getting to the end and you have spent, how much time would you say if you're one of the last two contestants, how much time have you spent with the bachelorette? 
Um, it starts speeding up a lot once you get down to about what the, the final five or six, because that's actually when they separate you. So you're no longer living with the guys. Okay. Uh, you're separated because you know you, you are developing emotions, and it gets kind of weird. Um, but, uh, towards the end a lot. And I, uh, uh, the reason I explain like that is, you know, I spent probably eight hours with her on my hometown visit and they squeezed that into what? 12 minutes oh, on, sure. on the episode. And what do they focus around the drama? They don't show the fun, cute, uh, you know, flirty moments that we have. They focus around the drama, you know, my ex-girlfriend or Chase's parents' divorce or Jordan's older brother, Aaron, you know, they just find that drama and that's what you see. So you don't get to see a lot of the fun, um, where you're really bonding with her. Well, the, something that I always make jokes about, which I think is interesting is that in every single episode of the, or series of the show, when it gets down to hometown dates, everyone's really excited to bring the person home. No one is like, yeah, here's the deal. My family's pretty messed up. Let's just stay at the Ramada Inn and we'll just hang out all day. Like maybe it's because you have a normal family, but you seemed really excited to bring her home. Like there was no relative you didn't want her to meet. No, I was so excited. And I actually tried to get more of my family here, but there wasn't enough room in the house for the cameras to work appropriately. So um, we had everyone that I needed to be there. Unfortunately, my grandparents couldn't come who I really wanted to be there, but um, it was a blast. I wow. mean, I, and, and overall, even with how you saw it with the drama of my ex, it, I overall, I'd give it a 10 out of 10, the visit. We had an absolute blast. And like, yeah, she, like and by the way, that stuff doesn't really, I mean, if you get a chance to be on TV, who cares if you break up with a girl? I mean, who cares? <laughs> um, here's another question I have. It seems like when you're watching the show that the hometown or the fantasy dates are right after one another. Can you give people some sort of idea of the space of time? So because it ends up making the bachelorette and the bachelor look like they're disgusting, like they just basically left someone's room and went to another. Yeah, it's not like that. So if you could kind of just clarify what that what that might be like. It's, uh, I mean, it's, there's definitely either a day or two days in between. I was the first one, so I'm not positive, but I know that she's got to go, you know, she's got to have the date on it and then she's got to, she's got a date to herself where she does, you know, um, some of her interviews and stuff, but it's definitely not the following night. I think it's either one night in between or two nights. Just one night. Interesting. Okay. So this is the other part that I'm really interested in. Tell me a little bit about what it's like after the show and once the air start the show starts airing. Like let's say the night that the show airs, how many how many tweets are you getting sent to you? Oh, it was it was overwhelming and actually when I turned my phone on uh, in Thailand after um after it all ended the night that I got dumped essentially. Um my phone crashed. And so I lost almost half of everything that came because um, so much stuff was coming through after three months of not being turned on wow. that it just it fried. Um, but yeah, that, that first night I, I think I had like 638 texts, um, you know, tweets everywhere. Um, and I put an Instagram up that night, of course, letting everyone know. And it just went crazy. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a lot. And my family at times was like, you know, you don't even pay attention to us anymore. <laughs> so it's that uh, consuming you gotta, you gotta wow. pace yourself. Um, but yeah, it's, it's overwhelming. So then you, you know, the show's been airing a while you get to the, the last shows. 
do you check your your Instagram and your your Twitter feed to see what people are saying, or is it just so uncomfortable that you just don't want to read what people think? Um, no, I, I read it, and I think luckily for me, and I mean not luckily because I was who I was on the show as a person. You know, I was I was polite. I was um, you know with her family. I think I. I covered all the bases that maybe some of the other contestants didn't, but um, I just, it was an overwhelming amount of support. And I knew going into it that there would be negative comments. Like for every thousand good comments, there's going to be 10 bad ones. And I get that. I knew that going in uh, to anyone that goes on any of these types of shows, that's what happens. So um, it never really bothered me. You know, you can, you can hide behind your social media and say negative things. Um, but like, for example, if someone says, Oh, Robbie, you're so gay. I'll say, well, I'll respond back a lot and be like, well, that's not nice. You don't really know me. And then half the time or 90% of the time they'll say, oh my God, you responded. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. It's like, yeah, I bet. Like, right. I get it. Yeah. Um, so once the show is over, the last, that last episode airs, like, what does your life look like now? Oh, it's, uh, I mean, I was, I was home, which is the state of Florida one day last month. So mm-hmm. You know, I did I did four days in New York for Fashion Week. I did uh, a week in the Dominican Republic that was just kind of to myself fishing, and then I went up to Toronto for five days for the International Film Festival where we hosted the red carpet, and then I was flown out to Vegas for five days for iHeart Radio Music Festival where we were on the red carpet, and then uh, two days in Houston for a runway show, and then finally got back home in Florida just in time for Hurricane Matthew. So when you say runway show, are you're a run you're doing runway modeling? Um, I worked with a brand for that. Um, that's like a one-off thing. It's not like I have an agency that's getting me those shows. Um, a guy wanted me to help him with his shoe line and I, I agreed with it and went out there and he flew me out there to help him out. So in the beginning of the show, before you joined the show, you had, you know, just, you had just completed your master's in finance. What does your career look like now for the next two years after this experience? Um, I'm hoping it's finance. Um, with that being said, I get, uh, I know probably two job offers a week. Um, and it's in all different realms, you know, entertainment, radio, co-hosting, real estate, finance, all sorts of different things. But luckily for me, um, and what this experience has done for me is it's given me a platform where, you know, I've got income coming in from events and appearances, social media, all different sorts of buckets that I have coming in to where I can kind of pick the city I want to be in and the place where I'm happy and then figure out that career move from there. And so my goal right now, um, since I am still very busy, I know that it's a wave and I know it's going to slow down, but, um, I want to have the city I want to be in cause I want to be in a big city, um, which right now I'm kind of leaning towards Denver, Colorado. Um, I want to be, have that set and start moving the first of the year. And then once I get there and settled in, I can figure out where I want to go next with that career. So I'm assuming that love is probably not a priority because you don't even know where you're going to live. Love is a priority. Um, and I have a short list of cities, um, New York and LA are on there and I don't like New York. And part of the reason I'm ruling out LA is because I don't think it's a place to settle down and start a family. So, um, that's definitely being taken into consideration with my, uh, my choices moving forward. Well, just so you know, I live in orange County and I have four children, so you would be fine. <laughs> well, there you go. You, you'd be fine. Um, okay, great. So the last question is, what are, what's the best and the worst thing that came out of this experience? Best thing uh, was how much I learned about myself and how much I learned about 
the qualities I'm looking for the woman I spend the rest of my life with moving forward. Um, Joe really helped me decide and figure out, you know, the kind of girl that I want to be with because she was so different from my ex. You know, she wasn't shy. She was confident in herself. She carried herself with, you know, class and elegance and dealt with hard converse, hard conversations, hard decision making with, um, with class and just with elegance. And then I, I admired that. And so that's probably the best part. Um, the worst part was, um, you know, I have no regrets, but one of the only things I wish I could take back is, you know, um, the things that I myself, um, and my family value as, you know, one time moves, um, asking her dad for her permission, um, to marry her. Like you should only have to do that once. Oh, that's sweet. Picking out the ring should only have to be done once. Um, my pre-proposal speech right before she stopped me and should only have to do that once. And she took those from me. Um, but, uh, with that being said, you know, I wouldn't change anything. So, um, yeah, but then, you know, if you move to Denver and you meet someone and you do all those things, it won't matter anyway, because it's the right person. It won't. But for me and that being my first time doing all those, it was kind of eye opening, like, wow, like, you know, so that's interesting. I've never heard someone say that. I think that's interesting. Does it make you feel a little bit strange if you see her on TV or have you just completely um, had closure on that relationship? I'm closured or closed, if that's even a word. But um, I did see her and Jordan in, in Vegas at iHeart and, you know, we ran to him in the casino lobby. And it, it was, it, I mean, it was a little weird. We were definitely ca- casual with each other. It's just the conversations don't go very deep. They're very surface level because there's not really much to talk about. It can get awkward. And so it's very platonic and very surface level conversation. Yeah. Well, this was so great. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. Now tell everybody how they can follow you. Oh, find me on Instagram at Robert Hunter 89. Uh, my Twitter is Robbie H Hayes and, uh, my Snapchat, which is pretty entertaining the last 10 days in Mexico, uh, is Robbie Hayes, R O B B Y H A Y E S. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, bye. I want to thank all my guests for this episode. Doug Makuda, Katie Dickerson, Heather McDonald, and Robbie Hayes. Now, remember, you can go to my website, www.loveandknuckles.com. My Twitter is at Kate Casey. You can find me on Facebook at Love and Knuckles, Instagram at Kate Casey CA, and Snapchat Love and Knuckles. Remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes and to leave a five star review. If you do so, I will repay you in high kicks, spirit fingers, and maybe a lunge or two. Thanks again. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker 
lied. Like a liar. Like a liar. And if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal, or you love to hop in the Wayback Machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes, you should tune in to our podcast, Morbid. Follow Morbid on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to episodes early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. 